Hello and welcome to the Chronic Living Podcast, your need-to-know source for living with a chronic illness or disability. I'm your host, Alex Pappas, and I'll be sharing my experiences living with a chronic illness, as well as inviting others on to share their stories. So join me in shining a light on the world that is chronic living. All right, guys, thank you for joining me for another episode of Chronic Living. Today, I'm joined by Dana, and she's going to share her experiences being part of the chronic community. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for having me, Alex. I appreciate you reaching out. And this is such a worthwhile thing because so many people don't understand what everyone is going through. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, they just don't understand, especially when we look like we're not sick. Yep. Um, (laughs) The famous invisible disabilities, those are fun. Yeah, so it's one of those things where, you know, bringing awareness to it in any shape or form is awesome. Um, To give you a little bit of an idea, my name is Dana Sacco. I am 48 years old and I do have five children and two grandchildren. I was diagnosed with neuro Lyme around 2007, we think. Um, It had acted it took me probably about five years before they even did a diagnosis because you have to be bit by a tick within 14 days um, beforehand. So that was my, yeah, that was my first diagnosis, which led into psoriatic arthritis. And is that, and so the the Lyme kind of led towards that or progressed it more or? Because I was on um, high doses of antibiotics for close to seven years, um, I had no, my immune system was just like completely out of whack to say the least. Um, I had none. I had an overactive one. It depended on the day. Um, And so the visible parts of psoriatic arthritis is that you'll see like scaly skin. Mm -hmm. Um, And the hidden part of it though, is the fact that your joints are all eaten. Um, It's very similar in a diagnosis to rheumatoid arthritis. Um, But when I was finally diagnosed, the doctor that I finally got who listened to me looked at me and said, I'm surprised no one's diagnosed this. You're now in what we call a stage four. Um, no. And so we need to be aggressive with it. That's a, that's a really common thing with people that I've been interviewing and like, they'll have one doctor that's just undereducated, I guess, just mm-hmm. contempt where they are. And they'll say, no, it's not that it's not that we don't know what's wrong with you. After a right. couple of years, they go to another doctor and the doctor's like, you know, I don't even need to do anything. I can tell it's this, like, I don't know how they missed it. And yeah, it's, it's pretty bad now. And it's just, right. Especially with psoriatic arthritis. I mean, there's the physical part outside of your yeah. body. So, and it's very specific and it looks very specific. Um, so the fact that no one saw it um, totally blew his mind to put it to the least. Um, it looks like an apple. It smells like an apple. Nope. It's an orange like that. I don't think that's how it works. (laughs) So that was when, that was the first, um, actual diagnosis where, um, they did the whole, you are now technically handicapped. Um, and did you get the actual diagnosis for that before the Lyme? No. 
No. Okay. So it came out. Okay. No. It was just the first time that was actually diagnosed. Yeah. Around 2015, I had moved from the Northern Virginia area down to South Carolina and um, the doctors down here are very different. Um, so they're used to dealing with arthritis on any level. Mm -hmm. um, and so it was, it was just one visit and you're, this is what you've got. Um, whereas I think I had up in Northern Virginia, I had over nine doctors. Were you like, uh, so like Richmond area or more DC? Suburbs of DC. Suburbs of DC. That's, that's interesting. Cause I, li I live in Virginia beach, like Hampton roads area. Okay. Um, uh -huh. and down here, I've had a couple doctors that are just were questionable. They were more so just older ones that were mm -hmm. retiring, kind of just stuck with what they're used to doing, but I've had pretty good experiences with doctors here versus when I used to live in Massachusetts, they were kind of lacking. So it's, it's interesting that like DC area, a little more, I'd say a little bigger than, than Hampton roads, you'd run into those kind of issues. Right. My, the general practitioner that I had was awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, he, I'd had him for years. He knew exactly what it was, but he wasn't allowed to do anything more. Um, and it was during the time when chronic Lyme was not even allowed to be put on paper. They, we had to remove it from all my records. Um, Why they, was that? They, Out of curiosity. They don't let you put that on a record right now, on a medical record. Don't ask me why. I have no idea. Um, That's interesting. But every time that I would go into, I'm actually kind of happy about that um, in a way. And I'll tell you that the reason why is because every time I went to a doctor, they would see Lyme disease or chronic Lyme, and they would just attribute anything to that. So They're that just, okay. was where the misdiagnosis probably came into play. They're being lazy um, and didn't want to do anything else. They're like, oh, nope, it's probably just lumped in with that. Absolutely. Okay. And um, up in Northern Virginia, I mean, Lyme disease is just so prevalent. It's just, you know, there's signs everywhere, but your general doctor can only do so much until you go to a specialist. And then because yep. it ended up affecting my brain um, where you and I would not be having this conversation, I could not do it. Um, I couldn't. Was it like a, like a brain fog or you just weren't kind of as actually, responsive? It was beyond a brain fog because I, I still have it, but I actually had picked up a very bad stutter um okay so it's affecting a lot of things yeah it was more than just like the little things here and there it was um it was actually picked up by my husband and because we spent so much time together he's the one who noticed it because people that I didn't talk to all the time didn't realize that I would stop mid-sentence they wouldn't notice it and then pick up maybe a few minutes later or that I wouldn't be able to pronounce words or anything like that. So it was a very, very odd, um, I'm gonna say odd time. And because it was just so all over the place, it was never, it was never consistent. Um, I went to George Washington Hospital, you know, they're supposed to be some of the best. Um, wasn't impressed there either. 
some of the best i mean you know they they might be the best for the area yeah (laughs) is the area great maybe not like you know and it gets to the point that you sit there and that's part of the whole it's exhausting it's actually it becomes your full-time job um yeah just to just to manage and just to deal with it so actually the day that i finally got a positive test and i don't think anyone would actually feel this way i was actually in tears because i was so thrilled um i've I've had a couple people on the podcast that are like that like they finally get a diagnosis and then like it's super happy for them because they can start dealing with it right so you can move on to the next you know you can move on to another part and you can say okay well this is why this is happening now let me start setting up something to help um as this gets fixed with the arthritis part of it um a lot of that for me right now is medication um Mm -hmm. It's, I have no immune system. So this past year has been absolutely wonderful of staying in my house. Yep. Um, yep. I feel you there. So, cause I'm just not going to take the chances and I'm sure no one else wants to. Um, so, but that, you know, but that medicine gives me the ability to walk. So I'll take it. Um, what are you, uh, you know, taking out of curiosity? I started out with methotrexate. And um, that does affect your liver. And so that's a no-no now. It's a, um, a long-term no-no. Yeah, that's now done. Um, Leflutamide, I believe, is what I'm taking. It's still in the same class, but not as That was bad. And, yeah. Right. And then um, once a month, I take a, an infusion. Um, I'm actually lucky because I only have to do two shots, whereas I know people, um, some of my friends, they're sitting in an infusion office for five hours a month. Um, I actually, actually, thanks to COVID, the insurance company said, we'll be happy to mail you your prescription. So I get to give myself two shots once a month. Is it um, Um, the Humira? No, that one's Simsia. Oh, okay. Similar Along the same lines, I mean, they give you the same paperwork. Um, I ask because, I mean, I have colitis and a lot of the same stuff is used to treat colitis because it's, Mm -hmm. you know, inflammation in the body's inflammation. Um, So a lot of stuff that works for colitis also works for various forms of arthritis as well. So, yeah, so this one's actually pretty, I mean, I've had no reactions to it in over three years now. Um, That's good. You know, it makes me tired. Yeah, Um, yeah. And that's that's about as... That's about as bad as it gets is that I'll just be tired and sometimes hungry. Um, yep. Yep. My infusions do that too. You get like, <laughs> once, once your body processes it after a couple hours, the munchies kick in and you get, you know, yeah, you get hungry. I'm like, wow, I, I kind of. Then you like eat and you just want to go take a nap and yeah. I'm with you. So all of this. And one of the things that you, one of the reasons why you invited me on here was because I actually run my own business. Um, online and how how does it all come into play because we all have good days we all have bad days we all just sometimes want to sit here and scroll through I mean I can't do TikTok because I can't watch the videos for very long um but I'll sit there I'll scroll through Instagram and at least I can look through pictures don't ask me what they say on them because I have no idea um 
hey look but, i'm on instagram because i do photography so i understand that it's, yeah and i can look at the pictures but i have no desire to read what it says <laughs> and so that's like my mindless thing that i'll I'll like go to and if someone sees me doing that they know just to walk away because they're not going to get anything out of me um, at all so a lot of the stuff that I have done in order to run a business is actually in systems and um, I have more ways of reminding myself of how to do everything and what needs to be done um, and that's I'm always trying to improve on that. So what, what is your business exactly? I actually now implement systems and automations for small businesses, small to medium businesses. Okay. Um, so I take, when you fill out your email address and you, you sign up to get something from someone or some sort of service from someone, I'm setting that whole sequence up and so that they can you as the client can have a great experience and not have to stress about anything, everything's done. And the person that's offering the service can follow up with you without forgetting. Um, and that's my biggest thing. I'm like totally into, for you know, I'm so terrified I'm gonna forget things. Um, I have like dry erase boards all over the wall. I have reminders set up. Um, you know, so I've built this entire concept into a business and um, a lot of it has to do with time management because we all know we need days off. Yep. Um, yep. And not, yeah. And the two days for me, the two days don't work at all um, because you never know on a Saturday, I might like all of a sudden get a huge amount of energy as we know, because it never shows up when you want it to. Um, and so I'll work, but then I I will take Tuesday off. Why? Because it's Tuesday and I think it's a great day to be off. Um, I found it's actually, <laughs> I picked Tuesday because it's the day the least amount of people are at any store. Really? I found if I, mm -hmm. that's it's the weirdest thing, but I can go almost anywhere and there's almost no one there. Um, and like I live a hundred yards from the beach. There's no one at the beach on Tuesdays. Everyone comes on the weekends. So, you know, I'll, I'll schedule things like I'll schedule weird days off. Why? Because it works for me. And in setting up my own business, I'm, able to do that. I'm able to say, you know, I'm done at two o'clock in the afternoon. Why? Because my brain no longer functions after two. Yep. Yeah. Um, I get, I get that. I don't sleep. I mean, I, since first getting colitis, I haven't had great sleep habits, but I get like five hours on average a night and mm -hmm. two or three o'clock in the afternoon rolls around sometimes. And my brain is just like, nope, I don't want to focus on spreadsheets and random stuff right I don't want to look at that I don't want to look at a computer screen I'm done I'm done for the day at two two yeah. three o'clock and I'm done um and then yeah, for me something like this I don't really count it as work because it's, it's kind of socializing just via zoom um mm -hmm. with with kind of a purpose behind it versus you know being at work just typing in your little spreadsheets and 
filling out forms. It's like, ugh, it gets repetitive, especially right. when your brain's not there. Yeah, and if your brain's not there, you know, and it's another reason why I started to work for myself because um, <laughs> I take a nap <laughs> and I don't care if I'm working from my bed. Um, I've, I have set up, I have complete setups. You were talking that you said you had three monitors. Yep. I have, I yep. have two on my regular computer, but I actually have a portable monitor that goes along with my laptop as well. And I have a, if I'm really going to work and I'm not walking that day, I can actually sit in bed with my, um, yeah, I can sit in bed. I've got my laptop. I've got two monitors there and I can, I have a Bluetooth keyboard and mouse. Good to go. Yeah, I'm, I'm a gamer. Yes. So I get the, the three monitors set up for gaming and it just kind of transmits over into things like this. But yeah, no, I go crazy okay. when I go down to like two or one monitor. I'm like, how do you function with a single monitor? I'm like what? Like, what? This yeah, doesn't make I, any I sense. Think, I think that we all need it. Um, but it's also one of those things. And I found, I found once I had the Lyme disease and it hit my brain. Um, I might've had it before, but not to the extent that I do with the whole um, ooh, shiny attention thing <laughs> going on. Um, you know, oh. it's apparently come on like a lot stronger. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even have Lyme disease and I'm horrible with that. I'm like, ooh, wow, look at this video I have on YouTube. Yeah. See, like, oh my God, they put what but, engine and what car? I'm like, nope, nope, podcast stuff. Focus, Alex. Yeah, Focus. so, you know, Alex, you got to work on that. No, but uh, I'll be walking along and we'll be having a conversation. I'll be like, hey, look, look at that. And I'll like go totally on a tangent. And I think that my dual monitors definitely help with that. That might yeah. have something to do with the multiple things that are going on. Um, I do game as well. So I understand that pain, but I don't game at my desktop. Um, I actually game from bed. <laughs> what, do you, what do you play that you're playing in bed? I am playing Elder Scrolls Online. Oh, okay. I'll, yes. I'll give you credit for doing... Are it you at, it like, works on my, it works you're on like my laptop. In-game content, like rating and doing all the crazy stuff? Yeah. Oh. I can, I can do all I, the, I can. I don't have as good of a... Um, okay, my husband has the gaming computer, the laptop. Um, he has my old one, but I made sure that I had a separate video card so that I could play video games on my laptop. Um, I'm just curious because I, I wouldn't be able to like keep track of everything while in like on a laptop in bed gaming with something that level. Like don't get me wrong, Minecraft, some of my survival games, I got that golden more of the uh like mmos i don't know if i could keep track of everything yeah. so i give you credit there it's pretty pretty good it's okay i might miss something i mean but you know what everybody misses something while the game i die be. anyway so it doesn't make a difference oh okay well, that's, that's <laughs> you know you know I'm, I'm not gonna cry if i die um i and i see some people and they do some awesome amazing things and yeah i would love to bring it over onto my desktop um, maybe one day that might exist, but at the moment it will not. Um, yeah, yeah, mine, mine needs an upgrade, but yeah, it's not, it's not happening anytime soon. <laughs> I could play it on my desktop. Um, 
but I'm just not, I'm not there yet. I don't need it over here. I actually think it's installed, but I just never, I haven't done it. Um, and then if I need Discord, it's, it's on my phone. It's not, on, it's not running in the background on the computer. Um, because I found that annoying and I found it timed out. So I don't, oh, talk I, to I just turned all I'm the playing. notifications off on the Discord app on, on my computer. <laughs> Yeah, I'll use it from time to time, but I turned all like the overlays and everything off because it would drive me crazy. Well, we had some where uh, we were playing as a team and we needed to have Discord. Um, yep. Because if you're playing on PC, of course, versus console, then it's, yeah, and I died anyway. So it didn't really I mean, make too much of a difference. <laughs> Talking didn't help. Um, I, I only say that because I, I occasionally play like Apex or like um uh -huh. call of duty some of the battleground stuff but i can't do those anymore um i found and this actually happened in 2018 i was in a very serious car accident um on top of the arthritis in on the line top of, yeah and i ended up with um a brain injury and so it adds everything in like i said it's the e shiny it's the too much i have no kind clue what process. i'm going to right yeah. and so um i can't process any they that my family all laughs at me because they honestly watch me play first person shooter games just to watch me die <laughs> um they'll all come in the room just to watch so um because I mean, I'm the one who will, <laughs> I'm the one who downloads them all because I, I love them, um, but I can't do it anymore. And yeah. I used to stream them as well. And so I was on Twitch for quite a few years. I was on, um, what was I, what was, what was Microsoft's one? God, I can't even remember it. Oh, good Lord. Don't ask me that. I went I with Google Twitch. It. Yeah, I went with Twitch and um, I had YouTube for a while with that. Um, I went from standard iPad gaming to. <laughs> See, and we went totally off on a mixer. tangent here, didn't we? Mixer. That's oh my what gosh. It was. I never I was did on that mixer. one. I was on Mixer. No. It actually went pretty good. I play a lot of survival games and I'll do like a lot of uh -huh. like Minecraft hardcore. Um, yeah, just did see, my daughter does, and I don't do that. Um, I just Minecraft. Uh, I can't do Minecraft at all. I do like Minecraft, like Ark with the dinosaurs. I'll do the super hard versions. My daughter um, loves them. The zombie survival games and like like yeah. Seven Days to Die. I like the build, like the free world building that I can kind of just do whatever I want. I'll play the competitive ones when I'm with you know the group of friends that I like to play it. I can keep up, but no, my husband. Um, I was I sucked at those. They they don't. Okay, I don't go into those as much. My daughter does. She loves them to death. Um, she plays almost all of them, and um, I'm very proud to say that I raised gaming kids. Um, but I can't watch Minecraft. My my kids play it, and they're like, "Can you help me with this?" I'm like, "Uh, no." There's there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot that goes on now. I got it. I bought Minecraft back when it was like a dollar when it first, mm -hmm. first, first came out and like early, early alpha. There is yep. so much that you can do now. It's crazy. 
Yeah, and um, uh, there's a lot of friendships that are involved in that one too. My, um, hey. she, she's now 22 and she has a friend from when she was, I think, 14 that they started playing um yep and you know they started playing together then and i know him um i know yep. who he is and you know all of this it's just nuts um, I, got, I got two friends up in uh, new jersey that uh yeah i've been playing with for like 12 years we met on minecraft and went up memorial day hung out with his family like a whole vacation i'm going to his wedding next year yeah yeah and i do that with slower games um I mean, yeah, it's not. We did wrong that, with that for for years. We played Clash of Clans on our iPads. I was doing a lot of iPad streaming because I did it while I was traveling. Um, so we played Clash of Clans, and we did that. I actually um, in my RV, I traveled and met people that were in our um, clan in, in See, our group. Look, we can, we can just tie all this into mental health and making it, sure you take was, time for yourself. You know. It is, um, but that's, you know, I we did it with um, Guns of Glory. We just finished that game. It got too pricey um, to continue. <laughs> uh, it really did. They just wanted you to pay for everything. And so it was no longer competitive unless you had a Amex black card. Yeah, um, yeah. Or, or we would tease people that they had their mother's credit card. Well, um, yeah, I but, mean, funny enough, that's probably like a third of the people on there. <laughs> Yeah, and so that's what we would be complaining about, or we would need a second job. But a lot of the stuff that I do, you know, it has to do with time management. It has to do with my newest thing is delegating um, and having someone such as a virtual assistant that can help me. Um, that actually was, is huge. I'm actually in the process of hiring someone for to actually be my personal assistant um, because sometimes running a business, it gets a little bit crazy, but I've gone on for quite a few years though without having to do that. So I don't always tell people just jump in and get someone else. Yeah, yeah, hell. But sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's nice to be able to say, you know, please do this. I'm not looking for someone to do my shopping. I'm not looking for someone to do that. I'm more looking for someone at the point to keep me on track with my business. Yeah, like, hey, manage so, the schedule, manage, you know, manage the email or social media posts, that kind of stuff. Right, and to manage me. Well, that's, yeah, that's fair um, too. Yeah, it's making sure that I stay on track because, again, the shiny, that just, like, is we all have it. We will come up with an idea and we have energy and we feel like we're about to like launch something huge. And then we started oh, yeah. and we realized that we're exhausted. Um, yep. Yep. I hit that last week. <laughs> yeah. And then next, and then like the next week we'll be, we'll go through it again. We'll go through these cycles. And yep. um, so I'm at a stage where I need someone to stop those for me. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. Um, that's fair. Be because it gets to the point that we're just, we get exhausted with a lot of it. And our brains don't always work this, our brains don't work the same way that they did before. Um, and it's coming to accept that with the 
idea that these things, you know, will be fixed, um, that we can change things, that we can modify our life to be able to do what we need to do. Um, for example, there you cannot email me, like my husband and my family, they cannot email me something that absolutely needs to be done because I cannot guarantee them I'm going to get to their email. So I train them <laughs> and I do say I trained them <laughs> to text me if it's important um, uh, or if it's a list of a task that they want me to do. Um, we also have like shared lists in our family because I guarantee you none of us will remember what is on our grocery list. Um, oh God, I'm, yeah. I'm bad at that. Well, yeah, granted, <laughs> honestly, I'm at the point where I can't even remember the last time I bought groceries. So it used to be I bad order, with it. I order them. Yeah. Um, Walmart delivery for $99 a year. I think that I have gotten the best service out of that. That's fair. <laughs> that, that I have gotten out of anything. I mean, that's almost as good as Amazon Prime. Um, it's cheaper than Amazon Prime. Be, yeah, but I get it within like two hours and sometimes... And that's just like, whoa, amazing. Um, I can't even go to the grocery store and come out within two hours sometimes. Um, but I also color code everything. Um, each kid has a color. I told you I had five kids and this actually started back when everyone was living with me. I actually only have one living with me now. Um, the rest are grown, but every kid has a color. And so they were all trained. Again, I, they did get trained on how to use Google <laughs> Calendar oh, boy, because Google Calendar is on my phone. It just sounds funny. <laughs> it, but it's true. It is training them because it's a, re, you know, and it took some time because what would happen is they say, hey, mom, can I do this? And I'm like, I don't know. Is it on the calendar? And they're like, no. I'm like, well, then I guess I'm not available to help you with that. Because um, it wasn't put there. So I might have scheduled something in between it. Or, you know, I can't drive you there. Why? Because I'm, I, I'm doing something else that day. Or I'm actually doing something different. Or I'm sleeping. Um, you know, so each kid, and they all still have their calendars. So if they want to share something with me, they will actually share certain things with my calendar because um, they all have access. <laughs> they all still have <clears throat> access so they can put it on there. So that's um, one thing I need to do is <clears throat> I think the next phone I get, because I have an iPhone now and I really don't want to buy another phone. I was thinking about going to the Google uh, Pixel, actually. I actually use my iPhone with Google Calendar. Um, everything except for my laptop is Mac. Really? So, okay, mm -hmm. so still use them. <clears throat> I took off iCalendar. I don't like it. Um, Google yeah, it's, has, it's a pain. Google has, yeah, and it doesn't integrate with everything. And that's even more annoying. Um, but Google also has Google Tasks. And that is an amazing app oh, so for like, us forgetful people. So like Apple Reminder that actually works. <laughs> well, what happens is that I have it as one of these little doohickeys on my the front of my phone, whatever they want to call them. Um, and it says my tasks. And 
if I open up an email from said family member or from whoever, I can actually just add that to my tasks. So it reminds me to go back and look at it. Hmm. So it's right on the, it's a little widget. That's the word I was looking for. It's the widget on the front of my phone and it says my tasks. So I have Google mail, Gmail. I have my Google calendar on there and I have my tasks. And so I even have on like my second page of the apps, I have my Google calendars up at the top in a widget. I it's might, I might need to swap over to this. <laughs> I'm going to have to look at the tasks too, because I need yeah, to. Yeah, I won't go to, a, I will not go to a, um, an Android-based phone or a Google-based phone, um, because with this, everything is shared everywhere. I had absolutely no problem changing over from a PC system into a Mac system on my desktop because everything's in Google. I use Google Chrome versus Safari on my phone as well. Why? Because all my dang passwords are saved in there. Um, it's a, and it's a scary so thought I need, for me. <laughs> I, I need oh. them to be there. I need it to be there. I need to be able to look at things. Um, and I need to be able to look at as much as possible. Um, it's once I figured out that I could do that, <laughs> I was golden. Um, so, you know, I have one kid, she shares her work schedule with me. Why? Because it lets me know what day she's off. Yeah. Um, and so that if I need her to do something for me, I know what it is. The other ones, they live up in Virginia and West Virginia, so they'll send me their information, um, you know, when they're coming or whatever, they can share it with me. Um, other, but they do surprise me on occasion and that's fine. Um, but it's, it's keeping everything together so I know and I can look from one calendar to the next to the next. I go to a doctor's appointment. Do not give me that stupid piece of paper because I guarantee you it will probably not even make it to my vehicle. Yep. Let, a, let alone onto a, yeah, let alone onto a um, actual calendar, you know? So I love paper calendars. I'm a geek that way, but I can't use one because I never keep it updated. I never do, but they're really, yep. really pretty. And almost every year I buy one and I have yet to figure out why. I was, I, I do want to get like one of the big whiteboard ones for my wall, have, but that's more so for the, um, to write episodes and stuff on. I have three of those. Um, I told you I have everything. My post-it notes are color coded as well. And they aren't the standard colors. I wanted different colors. So I have specific notebooks that I take notes in that are color-coded and the post-it notes match the style of notebook. Uh, well, I don't have the post-it notes, but I do have all my notebooks color-coded. So then I also have, I am in love with rocket books um, and they are reusable notebooks. So I write down things that I don't, you know, that I can save for later, but I can, I can actually scan them all in with my phone and send them to my Google Drive. 
So anything I've written down, I can find six years later when I realize I actually need that because um, it be, makes it searchable. And it's a reusable notebook, so it makes me feel better that I'm not buying 50 million notebooks. So then on that one, all of my writing is color coded. <laughs> so hmm. like the notes for talking to you today, it's in purple. Why? Because I considered it, this is something I have to do within this, this area. If it is a client that I'm working with, it's usually written in a dark green. Why? Because green equals money and that's always fun. <laughs> um, oh, I like that one. But, but I know from each, each one, if it's notes for something that I'm studying, believe it or not, I'll write it in pink or red um, because I find it annoying, um, but I do have to do it. So, you know, but it lets me know what the notes are just by looking at the color of the writing. Um, no one else probably would understand my system if they came in. Yeah, I feel like and, you're the level of organization that everyone with a chronic illness needs. But it's taken me since 2007 at least to get here. Um, and I think- Well, that that's, that's understandable. <laughs> yeah, when, when I had um, just the kids, and it was just the kids and me. I wasn't running a business. And that's what spurred a lot of this on. It was just color coding in a calendar. Um, and we had two calendars. We had a huge dry erase one that was in the main hallway where everyone had a colored dry erase marker, which matched their color. So um, I was a foster mom. And so sometimes I had up to nine kids living in the house. Um, oh, so geez. I didn't... Yeah, so if I didn't have that sort of organization, um, I don't, I don't know what would have happened. Um, that that sounds would, like a lot to keep track of. So I can, I can understand the need for it. Yeah, and you know, foster kids, of course, they they would come into my house and they wouldn't have phones, um, because number one, most likely, they weren't allowed them. So they would have it on the calendar. So every morning I would go out and add it to their calendar on my Google phone or on my Google calendar. Um, I would add what they've added. Like if they had a school report that was due, if they had this, if they had this. So I would know what was due and when. Um, so it's completely possible to get at least some sort of organization in your life. Yeah. I mean, thankfully, with, all with, I have to do is look at my meetings on Zoom. <laughs> That's the only thing I do. <laughs> so it, it just depends on where you are in organizing and what you are organizing. Um, yeah, I need to create some systems because there's going to be, a, well, hopefully, as the podcast grows and as it turns into a brand, there's going to be a lot more projects that I'm going to be dealing with and, and kind of working on. Um, but this right. is kind of just the starting points, the podcast itself. So it's keeping notes, it's knowing where you are and being able to file stuff. And I try to have everything as paperless as possible. Um, I use Evernote a lot. Evernote has all my important documents somewhere in it. And I can again search through it and find them. Um, and it, everyone in my household has it as well. All my kids have access to it. So if any of my kids need to scan anything in that they're pretty much just taking a picture with their phone and they can send it to my Evernote so it's stored in the family records. 
um, that's great for things such as vet um, invoices <laughs> and all of that wonderful health information for your pet um, because or it's always there. Or for you. There. Yeah. It's not, not oh a yeah, I used, it, I, used, I used it for myself. Um, if I didn't have stuff scanned um, at the top level, I was on 14 medications a day. Um, some of them were afternoon, some of them were morning. We won't discuss the lack of organization <laughs> that I had with that. It's um, at some point in the day, right? Like uh, That was the worst experience ever. And those little things that they give us or they tell us to use that say, here, little, sort out your medications. Plastic dividers. Things, yeah, there weren't enough. <laughs> have, have, you, there, like, have you gotten the ad for that little machine that you put everything in and it just dispenses them all into a little cup for you? It, I have seen it, and I'm I'm luckily down to um, just three medications a day. Oh yeah. Um, so no need for it. No. I've, I've been I've been getting the ads on Facebook, and it's like I I get an infusion. I haven't been on medicate like pills in forever. But at one point, I was taking mm -hmm. like thirty pills a day. It was like twenty five to thirty or something. I was like, that would have mm -hmm. been great. But oh, I totally would have done it. I, I totally would have done it because it was like 14 medications. Some of them were two times a day. Some of them were three times a day. Some of them were one a day. Some of them were once every other day. I mean, it was just, Ooh. it was nuts. Every other day, yeah. that one, that would throw me yeah, off. Yeah, like it's, it's like, and then they only give you these, they give you these things that don't even hold enough medication. Um, well, so yeah, it's you like need a whole I backpack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you pretty much do. And then, you know, and nowadays you have to get, um, when I was on methotrexate, I actually had to declare my needles. Um, I'm like, yeah, I do kind of need to have this. And, um, you know, I had to let them know that I had it and why I had it and everything else. Um, let's just say on the way back from that wonderful trip, I put them in a carry-on or not in a carry-on, but I sent that in the middle because I wasn't worried because I was coming home um, yeah and you know we all get to a point I think that the pharmacist ends up knowing who we are um yeah yeah or your so your your infusion specialist or yeah wherever mm -hmm. you get it from right so whoever you know could pass me could hand out the needles for me for the methotrexate that was not that big of a deal um but it's it's the taking the time and just evolving any type of systems that we do over time to what works for us. Um, like I said, my family cannot email me because I will not read it. Um, so we have other methods. We have ways to do it. Um, my husband writes notes and sticks them around the house. Um, I actually have a dry erase marker in my bathroom because we'll write notes on the mirror um, of things that need to be done. I mean, you know, or else there's a subreddit for shower thoughts for a reason, you know, pops in your head, you got to write it down. Makes sense. 
Okay, well, we we do it to remind ourselves that um, whatever needs to be I mean, done. That, that look, you be a shower <laughs> shot, like, oh, crap, did I do the dishes or did I do laundry? Yeah, you get in the shower right. and you get and that free time. You're like, wow, did I? I completely forgot to do that. Let me remember to do that. Yeah, it's... Um, Five minutes later, I, the thought's gone. The, the best purchase my husband, I think, has bought for me in the last few years is at Home Depot, they have dry erase boards that aren't like pretty mountain mounted um they don't have like the aluminum frames or the wood frames or anything it's just a plain old dry erase board and I, i'm looking at one and i want to say it's about three feet by maybe five feet four feet something like that and he bought me like 12 so they're on my walls everywhere um so and again i have all my dry erase markers are color coded of who of what I want done and what project it goes with. Um, I write a lot. I write a lot of notes. I, I type in my the notes app on my iPhone is like my best friend. Um, I type pretty much everything on there, even if it's one o'clock in the morning. Um, I find it I find it works and I can find, I always know where it is. So that really helps. Um, and I just realized that I can organize them into folders. So now I need to organize them all into folders. Um, and luckily having a Mac, I can do that on a bigger screen than my phone. <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's a big flex right there. Yeah, I don't, as much as I want to switch to a Mac, I don't, I don't know if I could ever do it. I do, I do too much intense gaming, which just wouldn't work on a Mac, which is funny because if I had a Mac, like I do a lot of photo editing for all the photography I do, the photo editing would be a lot easier on a Mac, but it's like, I don't want to buy a whole separate Mac just for photo editing to come back and game on my computer. Um, yeah, it was a hard transition for me because actually back in the 90s we owned a computer store um and we built new and used computers and so i've been pc since 1980 something um again aging myself but it's i took the chance and i went with their new little it's like so cute um the little Mac mini. I went with that and maxed it out um, because I'm a geek that way. It's gotta be maxed out if I'm gonna use it. <laughs> um, and then the debate will be, I'm waiting for them to come out with the M1 um, MacBook Pro. Ooh, that's, I know. Again, those are nice. Those are nice. Yeah, so my Mac mini is an M1 and all the Adobe people say it doesn't work and it works just fine for me. Thank you very much. Um, I mean, the, the M1's the Adobe, a nice, it's a nice processor. It is. I used to work and, at Best Buy and Geek Squad, so we would work on them a lot and sell them. Yeah, that one I like. So I want the MacBook Pro with the new M1 chip, but it's not out yet. And I don't want an i9. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I'd have to, like, that's... <clears throat> that's my thing is my next jump up's an i9 and I kind of want to make it just because I I mean I could I could bump my desktop up to it but 
upgrade my processor. I need to upgrade my graphics card. And that's not happening right now because graphics cards are ridiculously priced. Because mm -hmm. yeah, scalpers my, are horrible people. <laughs> I had a gaming computer. Um, before this one, I had a gaming computer and I was upgrading. I was about to upgrade my a couple things inside of it. And I was just like, you know what? It's just not worth it to me right now. So I get it. Um, I also couldn't, I couldn't wire it to turn off the damn light um, that was shining all through it. Um, it would glow green all night and that's really annoying. I couldn't turn it off. Um, and we couldn't figure out where the cable was. I mean, I, it was really weird. Um, if it was plugged in, the computer glowed green. Add, so, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm somebody that has like blackout curtains and everything, so everything gets turned off at night, so I understand that. Yeah, and it's even in a different room. I, my office is in a closet, so <laughs> my office is actually a closet um, I mean, hey, that we did up. Yeah. We did up. That way I can shut the door and shut everyone out. Um, so a lot of the systems and stuff like that, it's it's just taking, and it's taking one step at a time. Like I said, I started out just basically with the calendar and color coding and then moved up to where I am now. And being able to take the days off when you need to, that's how you run a business. You can't be a, last year I pushed myself to a point that I was exhausted and it was just beyond exhausted um, that I was about to shut down my business until someone said, you know, you can take a Tuesday off. And I was like, huh. So now I'm at a three-day work week. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. No. I work Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Monday because everyone screws everything up over the weekend. Yep. Um. Tuesday because I had to deal with everyone on Monday and then Wednesday and Thursday to finish up everything that I need to do and then if I decide to work on the weekends which sometimes I do then I can decide to do that yeah I meant like a seven-day work week no see and that's where I was and I can't do it, it it's too much and it got to be too much on everyone um when you have other people that are relying on you for other things other than your business clients and then you have family members that are relying on you and you apparently need to have a brain to do it yeah yeah it cha it changes how everything is and it changes your reactions to how everything is handled no and i can so, understand that thankfully i'm in remission and I only have to focus on work and the podcast. So, so I'm kind of like, all right, dedicate the time I can now to Absolutely. the podcast. Absolutely. And that's exactly what we, I think us as people with any type of chronic illness, um, that's what we do. It's kind of like when we have good times, watch out world because we're going to, oh, yeah. we're going to do everything that we possibly can. But then what we always need to kind of remind people is all because I posted that I had a great day today and I did a bunch of stuff, usually that great day and ha doing a bunch of stuff means the next day I'm not, I'm not capable of even walking across the room. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and your body, your body does a good job at balancing it out. Um, if you're not in remission, or sometimes if you are in remission, or if you have a condition that responds to stress, like um, Crohn's and colitis are very stress-based. So mm-hmm. things like working too much, pushing yourself too much can cause you to kind of start having some flare-up or some symptoms. Um, and if you don't check it, you can it can get pretty bad pretty quickly, which is why I try to focus on like talking about mental health a lot um, and taking that time that you need, whether it's, you know, sleeping in, gaming, watching TV, movies, you know, your favorite hobby, whatever it is that kind of just lets you get away from the, the normal nine to five grind Monday through Friday. Um, and kind of, I guess, I guess ground yourself and recenter. Super important. Absolutely. And, you know, I take it to the step where I schedule the stuff Um, and it's, it's scheduling it. For example, I use the out of office button a lot. Um, And it's not necessarily that I might be out of the office. It's just that after a certain time, or if, if I'm sitting there and I'm just like tomorrow, I need to take from 12 to two off because I need, or I can't work until 12 o'clock, I'll take my morning off. Um, and I'll do that even weeks ahead of time. Like I'll, I'll schedule something and say, you know what? I know I have these projects going on. I'm taking this time for me. And so if I schedule things in there, I even schedule, we live, <laughs> I live in a golf cart type community. We drive golf carts everywhere. Cause I'm, like I said, I'm hundred yards from the beach. And um, so I actually schedule in golf cart riding time. And it's like for an hour. And so nothing else can be scheduled during that time. So like you wouldn't be able to schedule a meeting with me during that time. Um, But it's a reminder to me when I look on the calendar, does it mean I'm going out on the golf cart for an hour every night? No, I don't need to ride in a circle for an hour. Um, But it's there on my calendar. So I know that it's time to shut down. It's time for me to do something else. It, you know, this part of my day is done. Um, If I am having bad episodes and it's just, winter's very hard on me, Mm -hmm. um, even though I'm in warmer weather, but the cold, the cold just, it's just awful. Joints um, and colds, cold don't get along. Like yeah, they don't get along at um, all. Even if if it gets down anywhere below fifty five, um, I have a very very hard time walking. But I will. Um, what I'll do is I'll end up, you know, scheduling different things, or I'll actually time block my day, where I will put it on my calendar that I'm working on a client stuff here and then I will say I'll even schedule lunch which means to get up from my desk and go eat somewhere else other than in front of a computer and then I'll say client work at this time to this time so that I know where I'm at and then I can sit there and focus and it can be in little chunks it can be a half an hour chunk of time versus you know a few hours there's no sense in it um it, it's just taking it and when I'm having good times, 
like during the middle of summer, like now, I'll have my schedule and I won't time block it because I don't need to. So it's adapting per season for me. It's adapting per how my body is reacting. And then I decide whether or not I'm taking clients on or not. Um, I think in June, I only took on one client. I had no desire to take on any more. This month, I have nine that I'm working with right now. That's the perks so. of working for yourself. You make the decisions and kind of set the workload. Right. So I decide if I'm going to take on another client or if I decide that we're not going to start their work until, you know, the next client that comes in, that their job won't start until about the, I think it's the last week in July because that's just where I am. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think more people with chronic illnesses need to work towards that, you know, working for yourself kind of mentality because you don't have to deal with I mean, other people and explaining why you're having a good day, why you're having a bad day and, and kind of dealing with their expectations versus, you know, the reality of what your body, you know, allows you to do. Absolutely. And I've, I've found that over the last year and knowing more and more people, of course, are heading towards working at home or working at home now, um, they're finding themselves more productive. So even if it's a regular job and working at home, I think because we can, we can change things up, we can change how we're reacting to things, such as I can work from my bed um, if I can't walk. Um, I also have standing desks. Why? Because some days I have to stand because sitting is not going to happen. Um, so having that mobility and having a way to change your environment is definitely helpful. Yeah. And I mean, especially for people with Crohn's and colitis, I expect that that is Get yourself your laptop. Go sit in the bathroom if you're having a bad day. Mm -hmm. Get yourself a little TV tray or desk or something. Portable I found ones. the best thing. Yeah, the, the best thing that I found so far. It, okay, it might not be the best, but it was the cheapest. Those hospital trays that yep. they slide that, that slide underneath your um, bed. And they raise and lower, so it's a great standing portable desk to go wherever you need it to. Um, I have a different one that folds out for when I travel because I can't take that folding desk with me or the travel desk with me, but um, that one's a walking standing desk. I've been known to stand outside and um, work. It's not a bad option. No, it was nicer outside than it was inside, and so... I'd rather be outside and I'll stand on my porch. The neighbors might look at me funny, but that's okay. I don't care. <laughs> that's one of the biggest things when you have a chronic illness is, is kind of getting to that point and learning just to stop caring what other people think. It's like, you know, I'm doing what works for me. I don't, I don't care what you think. It's, it's, you'll be okay. Yeah. It's just one of those things. It's, um, yeah. Cause I drive an F350 and I have a handicapped tag on it and I'm five feet tall so me coming out of my truck it, I get a lot of looks um 
I don't always park in a handicapped spot. I'm not that, if I'm having a good day and my truck doesn't always fit in handicapped spots. <laughs> it depends on where I'm going. Like if I go to Target, they yeah. always have a hundred spots. So I'm parking there. Yeah, there's some place, I'll, I'll do it at Walmart because there's usually some. Um, Surprisingly, me, Walmart's pretty packed down here for me. So that's that's usually not an option. Yeah, see, I'll, I'll park. Well, it depends. Again, Tuesdays. Um, <laughs> it's, it's true. Yeah, you are going. I go on different days and everyone else is at work. Um, and since I live in a tourist community, everyone's on the beach. So, um, you know, on Saturdays and Sundays, we, we don't order groceries on Monday because they won't be in stock. <laughs> so we have to wait for everything to be restocked. Um, so it, it's just, it's managing what you can, how you can, and what works for you and finding your rhythm. Yeah. A rhythm, a rhythm, something routine. routine's awesome. Um, and, you know, don't be afraid to put notes everywhere. No one's going to say anything. And Again, I'm like the proponent of my Google task list. I mean, you know, I'm like, put it on the task list. If it's there, I'll know it. If it's there, it'll get done. Um, when it comes down to looked at. I mean, it comes down to setting up, setting up something that works for you, setting up a system that works for you based on what you're dealing with. And setting the boundaries to be like, yep, nope, this is how I'm going to do it. So if you have people around you that have a problem with it, it's like, well, too bad for you like right this is my system I mean, if, this is what works i'm dealing you know i'm dealing with x y and z and this is what makes it easier it gets to the point that we have to say and i think that a lot of people are being more realistic with this um that they'll say you know they expect us to cater to the way it works for them but we're at the point and i think that a lot of people realize this that we can say, you know what, <laughs> you need to work for uh, the way it works for us as well. Um, and so I think that we need to be less afraid of saying what we're thinking. Um, and just saying, no, that won't work for me and be honest with it. And say, yeah. you know, this system works for me a lot better. And, you know, everyone can share everything um and like i said i'm a big proponent of google stuff because of it yeah it's definitely it's definitely on my to-do list i gotta get the social You're media marketing first which includes tiktok which i hate saying but yeah yeah i'm starting on t i'm starting on tiktok but um it will be very slow going I'm like, I'm, I'm slightly disappointed in myself that I'm saying I'm creating a TikTok just because of what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, it, it took me, um, I still can't watch. I love the Marvel movies and I can't watch them. I'm not, I'm not dancing on TikTok. It's yeah. not happening. You don't have to. You don't so have I, to. So a lot of people are like, oh, you're going to dance. I'm like, no, no, absolutely no. not. Like I'm going to, I'm going to find people that want to listen to a podcast, not... <laughs> It's like the most, right. most people get, maybe I'll, I'll wiggle my beard a little bit. That's, that's about it. <laughs> I'm growing out my no, COVID you, beard. So 
Yep. That's all right. Well, yeah, last year I shaved my head and decided to grow my beard out. So it works. <laughs> hey, whatever works for you. That's Look, always. It was, it was I another. I have, I have purple hair. So, you know. Well, yeah. Well, I was on a medication like five or six years ago where I lost a lot of my hair. So I got to the point where I got tired of it and just shaved it off. So I started losing mine with the methotrexate and I made it purple because I figured if I'm going to lose it, it's going to go out colorful. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't uh, die. I just hair. I just gave up and shaved it. I was like, you know what? And thankfully, I can grow a nice beard. So it worked out. So. Yeah. At least as a guy, I don't I don't think. You know, women could pull off the whole beard and a, a bald head as, as well. I might get looks if I get a beard. Yeah. Just saying. Just, I mean, you know. Just saying. They do say marketing all attention is good attention, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's not, now, it's of not... course, if you shaved your head while you were on TikTok and recorded it, that would have been different. See... You know, this is, this is, <laughs> that was the, that was the start to, Hey, I want to start doing things with my, my disease. Um, it's, it took a while to get to the point of creating a podcast with it. So started as YouTube, mm -hmm. but I, I do photography. So I was way too much of a perfectionist. And I was like, Oh my God, there's a glare on my glasses or, Oh, you know, I got some random hairs sticking out of my beard that look weird or, Oh, the camera wasn't angled. Right. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do audio. I know how to do that. A game, like capturing audio is easy. Right. Especially as a gamer. So I was like, you know what podcast it is. We'll start there. And if it grows big enough and I can get the, the proper equipment and better equipment for or, or people to actually do videos, we'll, we'll progress to that point. But podcast it is for now. Hey, that works. So. All right. Well, is there anything else you would like to share? Kind of focus no, on. I, th I think that that is pretty much it. That's. I really appreciate you taking the time today to have me here. I appreciate you coming on and sharing. Thank you guys for stopping by and listening to the podcast. I appreciate everyone. Make sure you guys stop and check out chronicliving.info. Got a new website up and running that's going to be the main area to find all the social media content as well as accounts to so make sure you guys stop by if anyone's looking to share their story volunteer either time or experience there's also going to be some links on there of how you guys can get involved as always i appreciate you guys and i'll see you in the next one